When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Sean, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN2, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And your smart speakers say play ESPN. You can download the podcast. Uh, What's going on, Key? Jay? You liking the New York weather, Key? No. <laughs> I mean, I didn't exp- I didn't even think about rain because it was so nice yesterday to me yeah. in New York. It was nice. Yeah. And, and then when I walked out of the hotel today, it rained. Rained. Me. Rained right on you. As soon as I walked up, I'm like, you know, the whole deal. Of course. Then I, I went to look for umbrella and no umbrellas. So I had to figure out how to walk under something. <laughs> Fortunately, there's how enough. To walk, there's how a- to walk in rain without an umbrella. But there's enough, there's enough, you know, construction and stuff that you can. Yeah, find. I was yeah, looking yeah. for a little, you know, scaffolding and stuff. Scaffolding. Yeah. yeah, it was plenty of it. Yeah, I, I feel like the rain just kind of set my mood for the morning because this, I, I, I can't with these late, late games anymore. Why? They're what do you mean why? It's nine o'clock start time, nine p.m. start time. It's the third quarter. I'm like, it's one in the. What? What? What are we doing? I keep trying to teach you what and Max how we, to watch late games. Got to get that sleep early. No, I know you got the babies. I, got, I know you got the babies. I can't. And, you know, I can't. I can't do it. I'm not a. I, I'm not a great napper. No, you you got to force yourself to. I know, but then I, but then I'm messed up because I don't stay up all night long. I can't do it. Like I can't get out. You of know my what sleep. the real problem is? Starting it that late for for like Steph. Steph is a player kids relate to. He's very popular with kids. He's got the baby face. He's not a giant. All this kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and. Like those are the people, the people who can't exactly. watch Steph are the kids, man. They're not going to start. You know, the kids not going to start watching on the East Coast. It's nine p.m. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't I watch. I don't care about the kids. I want to watch the games. This is about me right now. I'm a grown ass man. Yeah, but to come to work the next day, I'm like, well, I'm- Max is right though, because the only reason why I figured out how to stay up as late as I did is because of Steph and Luca. Yeah, that's the only reason why. If Steph wasn't in the game, and Clay yeah. is my dude too, but. If Steph wasn't playing, I'm going to bed. I'll catch you when I get Yeah, you. right. Yeah, I'll see the replay and yeah. some, some, some highlights the next day. Yeah. It's just the hype. It's the hype of the game. I barely got a voice. I'm cranky. I'm tired. You know, it's just like all that that leads into your day that then bleeds into, well, aren't you ready for the game tonight? I'm like, what? what? It's great. I'm excited. But, damn, I'm coming up a late night so from last what night. What would you suggest that the NBA do? Earlier start times, man. What's early to you? 730. Seven, like 7, 7.30, I'm fine. The only thing is this. So how does that affect? It, it affects the West Coast because obviously. Because well, no, now you're starting in the afternoon. But the thing about the West Coast, though, is people don't realize that's all right if you start the game early on the West Coast. People we're will catch out it. Early. People well, will catch out it. early anyway. Anyway, yeah. it's you always nice. <laughs> you know what we do. We go in at 10. We leave at 12.30. We don't come back to get our stuff till 5. Then we get on the road back home. <laughs> yeah, man. Because we're having one of those European lunches where you sit out. <laughs> you, you really finish talking about whatever it is your agenda was. 
which is still sitting there for five hours. <laughs> yeah, that's what we oh, do. Oh, it's so oh, great on the God. West Coast when the late game, whatever, you're like, everything's done. What time is it? Nine o'clock, yeah, whatever. That's something like, like that. Sunday. Oh, it's NFL, so good. Like, what, game started at 10? What? Yo, what? Don't, let them be, what? don't let them be playing in England because oh, as soon as you wake up in the morning, click. Great. You remember doing football on. season when I was out there and, and, and when I'm out there doing football season games at 10 o'clock, you're like, you're at the bar already? Yes. Yes. It's, it's a good life, in. man. It's a good life. Different, man. Uh, it is time for Straight Talk. However, gentlemen, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Jay? Yo. Matt, what I saw was Mavs threes weren't falling, mainly, right? So, mm-hmm. so the Warriors ran away with it in the second half. What did you see? I, I saw a lot. I mean, first off, I guess my headline would be that Luka most definitely is a top five offensive player in the league. Like, there's no doubt about that. But, man, he might be, and I'm saying this like in a laughing, sarcastic way. Bottom five. He might be bottom five defensively. Why is that sarcastic? It might be true. Well, I'm just saying because, like, whenever you – people will look at things as an attack, and and, and he has shown improvement because their team has shown improvement. Like, they're top ten defensively now compared to where they were at the bottom last year, and I think a lot of that is an amoeba from Jason Kidd and some of the defensive schemes. All all playoffs, they run plays right at him. Well, well, that's everybody. I mean, yeah. they ran plays at Max Kleber last night too, right? Yeah, so all, all I'm saying, though, is that there were so many possessions, and I get what he needs to bring to the table from an offensive production standpoint, but, yo, there were plays where he just quit on plays. Like, legit, was like, all right. There were plays where if you're watching the game and if you see the way the TV panels, you can always tell about – and this is why I give so much credit to guys like LeBron or we like, have Pat Bev. screen. You're not in the screen, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And you were the one that ta- turned the ball over. Here's something for everybody that plays sports, yeah. right? If you're a quarterback, Key, and you throw a pick, and the dude is running by you, and you're just like, oh, okay. Well, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Because I don't want well, my well, – no, but I was going to say I'm okay with that. Because you don't want your quarterback to get hurt. But okay, the receiver asks, I don't care where you're out on the field, you better go get that dude. Okay, so that's my thing. As me as a guard or as a hooper – you know, if I turn the ball over and that leads to an offensive break, at least get your ass in the screen. Better Metcalf at least it. show me <clears throat> that there is some kind of intensity in your mind that you want to come back and redeem yourself from the turnover you had before. And I know plays happen quickly, but this happened multiple times last night, man. Where I'm like, yo, Luca, you gotta something. Look, that's what I'm, something. I mean, there was one point, there was one play where Steph turns around after a turnover and walks it. He catches the ball half court and starts walking. And Lucas is like, oh, I'm like, he's walking. That might be Luca running, walking. <laughs> well, that's my <laughs> thing. So, like, the cumulative effect coming off game seven, Sunday night, quick turnaround. You don't go home. You come straight to Golden State. And that on top of that? What happens the next day? I know what happens in football when we watch film. Uh-huh. But what happens in your film room in the NBA when y'all go to watch the game the what next day? What kind of coach day? do I have? <laughs> It's about with the coach. Yeah, if I have Jason Kidd, I would pray that Jason Kidd would push Luca and hold him accountable for things. Now, granted, Max brought the point. They took 48 threes last night. They only made 11. They make threes, they're back in the game. No, but I mean, I'm talking about the pure hustle. Yeah, but yeah. like, that's what I'm saying. But I'm still like, but those are the kind of things that they make threes. It hides all that, Max. Yeah, that's true. Well, it hides Luca, it. Luca talked, first of all, his offense is so gangster. That he, everyone knows how bad his defense is, and people are still like, he might be the best player in the playoffs because of the control he has on the offense. But it wasn't the case yesterday. He wasn't great offensively yesterday. How will you improve for game two, Luca? 
I mean, yeah, they were doing a great job on me, uh, especially in the second half. Uh, but I think I got I gotta be better. Uh, uh, that's not me. And as a leader, you know, I gotta I gotta be better for the whole group. So that, that's on me. Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise, and you got to give Wiggins credit too, who did a great job defensively. It's not only Wiggins, man. I'm giving Steve Kerr credit. I'm giving Steve Kerr credit. They threw a box and one at this dude. They threw multiple zone looks. It was not only Andrew Wiggins, it was also Draymond Green who was orchestrating the whole defense, communicating and barking the whole time about where he was and where shooters were. Like, they, they played a great game last night. Now, look, I, I don't always put a lot of, um, you know, credence into, like, the first game, right? We saw Golden State uh, get blitzed by 50-plus points to Memphis. Um, but the way they play, you just feel like, and Ken and I were talking about this, when Luka is offensively great, and if you can match that with somebody else, it just still feels at the end of the day, there's so much firepower. Like when Jordan Poole was making Max Kleber dance all all night long last night, when Clay got going in the third quarter, you just don't feel like Dallas can match that scoring punch at times. You know, Jay, as a basketball player, teams that have multiple guys that can do certain things on the floor from a scoring standpoint, those are the ones that win. If you got one guy that's really – the guy, you've got to have a couple other guys that contribute at a high level, not just at a medium level. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of Dallas' problems opposed to Golden State. Get Golden their own State shot got guys. Many, yeah. many guys that can get their own shot and do things. If one isn't falling, like I said yesterday, if somebody ain't hitting, you got somebody else. And then in terms of the trade-off, pick three dudes off Golden State to trade with Luka on the scoring side of the ball, but then you got another two to three that can still do some things that's where the disadvantage comes in for me with Golden State versus Dallas. And I don't think – I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Memphis blitzed them by whatever, 50 points, but that was back in Memphis. Golden State didn't have home court advantage. Now they drop these two to them at home. It's going to be difficult, in my opinion, for Dallas to get back yeah, in Yeah, like any series. Let me know when the road team wins a game, right? Meantime, Key, what you just said, and Jay, I think that's exactly on the money. Even in – even if you take the pre-KD Warriors, this Warriors team has more guys who can get their own shot at a certain level than those teams did, right? Clay's not what he used to be defensively, but Jordan Poole and Wiggins, they got more guys like that on this team. Team effort from the Warriors last night. How do you stop the Warriors, though, when they play like that? Jay's got the answer for you, but first he has this. FanDuel Sportsbook NBA Same Game Parlays give you the chance to turn a little bet into a big payday. Choose any NBA game and combine multiple bets into one wager for bigger wins. Plus, if you're a new customer, you can get you can bet five bucks and get $150 in site credit instantly. Guaranteed. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app now and sign up using promo code PLAY, P-L-A-Y, to bet the NBA today. That's promo code PLAY exclusively on FanDuel Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. 
Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Kevin Durant, guys, asked something interesting on Twitter, I thought. Which centers from the 90s would be in the MVP conversation if they played today, right? Because centers, I know Giannis is not exactly a center, but he's, he is a rim-defending Six foot ten plus guy, right? He would have been a center back then, though, right? Yeah, probably. And he's but kind he's more of, of a wing. He's a he, wing. He's a he. He's sort of a center dressed up as a wing. Whatever he is, <sighs> he ain't a regular sized dude. Jokic is the MVP. Embiid's come and said the bigs are dominating. Jokic and Embiid are more centered. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so, which of those guys would have been in the MVP conversation well, back from, from the nineties? Yeah. Shaq. No doubt about Shaq it. Shaq in any era. Shaq in any era. Yeah, like yeah. we talking about nineties. That's a young Shaq. That's but everybody a, that you, everybody that we would talk about in the center position in the nineties were MVPs. Yeah, but would they be MVPs in today? today's game? See, I think you can't oh, just. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah all of them would be. Yeah, I don't I think don't, you could just I don't know, because Juan would still be able to pull a three. Right. He was an elbow shooter, if you remember. Yeah. So he would take it a little. Yeah, yeah. So he go feet. a little more feet. Yep. The Diesel would just be dominant because he's big. I mean, he just would. Be dominated. Patrick, Patrick Ewing, Ewing could shoot. He'd shoot the three. Yeah, but will Patrick Ewing be in the MVP conversation in today's game? He wasn't yeah, really he was. then, though. He, wasn't he was really sort then. of fringy MVP. He was always fringe. Yeah. I don't think Patrick Ewing would be in it. But if you add the threes to that other stuff, he yeah. might be in there. Yeah, but I think Patrick Ewing, franchise player, I don't know if he would be in the MVP conversation. You know why? Because with his Yo, knees. If you add think, the three, yeah, though, but they, do you think he, Do you think his dexterity and his footwork would compare to Joel Embiid or Jokic? I, I don't know because I wasn't looking at his feet last. I mean, back then, <laughs> yeah. his footwork back footwork then. Back so then. I don't. He could. You know what? The thing with Ewing, the knees would mean he wouldn't be able <laughs> to knees. defend. And he had Such bad knees. Man. He Such wouldn't be able man. to Such defend. But by the way, he had bad went, knees. You went right to the knee pads, <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. But he wouldn't be able to defend in space. You know what I mean? Elijah Wan could do that. Elijah Wan. Neither can Jokic. 
Yeah, you're right. But see, and here, he won two MVPs. But see, here's what I see. I always love when people say somebody Stop would not Yates. be able to do something because I was saying, here's my argument: they didn't teach him to do yeah, it. Yeah, right. So I'll if they're not teaching you to bend and get down and slide with folk, then you're not going to do it. I'll but like Sabonis, see, I don't. Sabonis was that a little too passer, man. Yeah, great passer. That was Jokic. David Robinson. Yeah. Look, Shaq is the one who. He wouldn't have David to Robinson would be a three-dude, too, though. David Robinson could David Robinson had a jumper, but he had a jumper, everything. too, yeah, he though. Did. He had a little fake yeah, jumper. Just, yeah, yeah. Could defend and everything. Weird. It, was it was lefty. Weird. Yeah, it was lefty. That elbow popped out, yeah. though, but yeah, it, it was he weird. got it done. Yeah, he had a little fake jumper. He got it done. I, yeah. I don't know MVP, though. I don't know. Bill Carton. No, never mind. Okay. Doherty. No Brad Doherty. I got so many stories about Bill Cartwright. Oh, Lord. We'll be back in 10 seconds. You're going, it's not going to be a close game. Thompson, middle of the floor, left side to Curry, shoots the three, and knocks it home. He's uncanny, doesn't have to be square, finds the spot, rises, and hits. Because we've been away for two years, and this is a different team, there's more gratitude of being back here, and there's more of a sense of urgency on not letting an opportunity kind of slip away. So who knows how it, you know, it, it, it plays out. This is Key walking to work. Key's, Key's popping key all of a sudden. Key walking to work like, oh, I can't stand the rain. This is, this is where you know Key is definitely from California, where it doesn't rain a lot. But also, right? Key's like, but what's I that? can't believe it's summertime and it's raining in New York. I'm like, but yes, so it rains and know, thunderstorms. But, but Key broke out the, hey, can you pop it like that? Huh? Can you do, can, Me? Yeah. Well, you we set the cardboard down and wash right it. Right no, I was just thinking thing. about the video. That's all. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but here's um, here, here's what I would say about. Can I pop? Here's what hey, I would say man. about L.A. J. All I got to do is go outside and look in the sky and know it's gonna be a bad day, because it ain't never gray, at all. Yeah, it's it, it's yeah. never gray. So if you go outside and you just take a peek, you're like. Yeah, the clouds are coming in. It's going to rain tomorrow. See, New York can do that, too. I feel like whenever I'm in L.A., even when it is cloudy, I'm like, oh, tomorrow I'll be fine. Well, the, oh, the next day I'll be fine. In New York, though, I'm like, oh. The, no, in L.A., when it rains, it, it's like, oh, we need it. We need the rain. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I can tell, literally, I can tell what's going on. In the morning time, it. a little bit, but it's in the nostrils. morning time, I know we're going to be okay by 11 based on how the clouds are. Because if they scattered out, it's going to pass over. It's just going to blow over. Mm. If they bunch together and they dark, it's getting ready to happen. You're talking about in L.A.? Yeah, in yeah. L.A. Yeah. Here, it's gray yeah. all the time. So I don't know when it's going to damn rain or not. Yeah. You know what's great in L.A.? Well, you got your right own weather at- channel? Yeah, Key, yeah he's a meteorologist. You see Keys, that? Put Key's ass on the green screen and tell you what's Jay, going it's on. Jay, it's a meteorologist. Meteorology. <laughs> From the desert to the sea and all around Southern California, here's the latest at <laughs> 11. He has the voice, too. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Desert to the sea. <laughs> From the desert to the sea and all around Southern California. Here's the latest at 11. Got it. A misty air coming through New Yo, York. After oh it rains God. in L.A., though, when you could see all the way to the mountains, oh, it's pretty. All right, look. That's all the smog. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN2, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. So one of the big stories last night, we talked about it a little bit, was Wiggins' defense on Luka. Jay, not just us. Steph was talking about it after the game. Okay. Wiggs is understanding the nuances of what winning basketball is and just how to key in on the little things in terms of consistent effort on defense, taking those one-on-one challenges, being aggressive on the offensive end, using his athletic ability to, to get to the rim if he needs to, confident shooting a three, being comfortable in our offense, 
to Howard's question. So there's like a lot of different things that uh, he's understanding that this time, you know, in terms of a playoff run requires to win games and the joy that comes with that. So it's not like he's out there scoring 30 every night. It's the other things that help you win and the joy that you get out of it. Okay. Look, man, let, let, let's calm down with Andrew Wiggins locking up Luca. Like, seriously. Like, I, nice I am job. all about giving somebody an A grade for effort. And Wiggins gave a lot of effort. He's long as hell. I get it. He made things difficult. But Luca makes tough shots look easy. Like, he just was off his game. Like, that, that's not the best version that we saw last night of Luca. I think that has more to do with Luca than it has to do with Golden State's defense, right? Quick Isn't turnaround. that true about the whole team's offense, though? The Mavs were just off last night. Yeah, and I, I think that, look, the Mavs are going to be in these games, right? I, and I, I'm not taking any credit away from Golden State. They deserve a lot of credit for how they played and how Clay played in the third quarter and how they busted it open. Uh, but I, watching all these highlights and watching the game last night, I get that Andrew stayed according to detailed scouting report. You chase him. You force him to take very difficult contested shots. That's all you can do at the end of the day. But Luca was just missing shots, man. He wasn't on his game. But let me ask you this, though, Jay. Does staying in the defensive scheme and doing what they're telling you to do, does that contribute to Luca missing those shots? It does. But because keep... in game two, which will be tomorrow, right? It's tomorrow. Saturday. Did they, is it tomorrow? I think it's it's tomorrow. So, yes, tomorrow. tomorrow. So game two, tomorrow. Friday. Yeah. So yeah. if game two we see the same thing, but do we now start to say, well, maybe it's more Wiggins and not Luca? It's a combination of both, though. And here's what people don't—they're not going to pay attention to. So yes, Andrew Wiggins, that length, that stuff. Even though Luca was missing shots, we give Wiggins his credit for the length, the size, the effort, right? But it's also the continuity that they run on the offensive end for Golden State that takes away the legs from Luca. Like, if you watched the game last night, man, Stephen Curry was on Dodo, Dorian Finney-Smith, and they didn't move Dodo at all. Steph was chilling in the corner. So Steph is getting his legs underneath him, right? And I'm like, Jason Kidd, please move Dorian Finney-Smith. Whoever Steph is guarding, make him move so you take away his legs. Vice versa, on the offensive end for Golden State, their continuity makes you move so much, you can't hide Luka. You can't hide him. He can't rest on defense because they're going to backdoor cut you. They're going to give you flareaway screens. So their offense, in addition to Wiggs' defense, is what takes away from Luka's legs. Can we talk about Wiggins for a second, though? I know he gives you a very different kind of energy. You don't think of these two guys the same kind of way. But his career resurgence, because that's what I would call it in Golden State, reminds me of what they did with Iguodala. High draft pick. Whenever I say Iguodala, I can't look at you seriously. (laughs) (laughs) High draft pick who was, people thought, oh, he's going to be the primary offensive option on the team that drafted him, right? And he wasn't that quite, right? He just wasn't cut out for that. He was out of Minnesota. Right. Golden State, but that's what Minnesota drafted him for. Golden State, that's right. Golden State saw what Iguodala could do. Not what he couldn't do, but what he could do and how they could use him. Same thing with Wiggins. Think of how, like, I think of Wiggins in a real different way since he got to Golden State. Kind of defense he plays. He hits the outside shot. He's athletic. Like, it's a lot, man. On a team like this, Wiggins brings a lot. He's in the perfect spot. You know, and I, and I thought about this as I was watching the game last night because I've been a big Wiggins fan ever since high school. Um, and I understand he was supposed to be the next, right, yeah. and, and all the whole deal, and it ha- didn't pan out that way. But I wouldn't necessarily 
call it a resurgence, Max. I just call it a perfect situation and a perfect fit. That's why I was always hoping that Golden State wouldn't move him, Jay, like they were talking about when they first acquired him. Oh, they're going to move him. They're going to do this. Now I'm sure they're happy to have him. Yeah, not a resurgence. You're right. It's the right seeing what he can do and putting him in a position to succeed. Coming up, how would getting Marcus Smart back tonight, what kind of an impact would that have on game two for Boston? That's next. But first, I have this from my computer career. Friends, we all reach tipping points in life. The weight of a low-paying job, unpaid bills, a new family. You feel like you just can't keep going. But that's where my computer career can help. In just months, not years, they can help you start a new life as an IT pro, even with no prior experience. Impossible? No, you learn online from home, and my computer career offers lifetime career services to help you find jobs within, with companies begging for IT pros. Go to mycomputercareer.edu, take the free career evaluation. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike.
one of Yo, the nastiest nice. beats, man. Like this. You know what I keep in my line. Is. All right. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Celtics didn't have Marcus Smart or Al Horford for their game one loss to the Heat. Horford is listed as doubtful for game two, but things are starting to look up for Marcus Smart in game two, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. Guys, listen to this. I'm told there was some good news today. He, 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 he shed that walking boot that he was using. He doesn't need that. No, he's gotten out. He's gotten some treatment. He's been able to do some things on the floor to try to test out that foot, not put too much pressure on it. But that very much is going to be a decision made tomorrow. That one's going to go into, you know, perhaps closer to game time. You know, I know, I know with Marcus Smart, he does not like to miss two games in a row. You don't see him do that often. Uh, but this is a real injury, and uh, I think they'll have a better sense tomorrow. But he has made progress. We'll see what it looks like tomorrow night in Miami before game two. Yeah, if I'm East Bo, I'm testing that if he get on the court. Jay, what do you think? What kind of an impact would uh, Marcus Smart have for the Celtics if he can get back in game two? What Marcus Smart am I getting? They, this Let's could, say it's this Marcus is, Smart, Marcus Smart. Well, I, but you're not getting Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart when you're hearing reports that the day before the game he's walking gingerly on his foot. Okay, at least Marcus not dumb. I, I, I hear you. Like, I think what you what it changes the the offense, right? Because now you don't have Jason Tatum initiating the offense, which he did, you know, last game, which is why you saw him have, you know, four turnovers in the third period. But like the, the main reason that you bring Marcus Smart back is to be an equalizer to Jimmy Butler. So I'm going to tell you right now, <clears throat> if that right foot is, is gingerly, right, if you're playing defense on me, oh, I'm going to start driving you to the opposite way and make you push off that foot every single time. I'm going to test it. It's so if you're trying to lock me up, right, if I'm guarding you, and your ball's in your right hand, like, I would try to drive you right every single time. I'm going to make you push off that foot, push off that foot, push off that foot. The How much can game, you take? Yeah. The whole game. And I'm going to run you. So, like, that, that's my question. I don't know to what degree you're going to have Marcus Smart, and, but you'll take Marcus Smart as much as you can to guard Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler's playing out of his mind right now. Yeah, you, you're right. That's why I said coming out. Test if, it. if I'm East Bowl, I'm putting him in every position possible to compromise you know, that ankle or the foot, better yet. And so, like Jay is saying, you put him on that. You run him up and down the court. If it's, if, if it's bothering him to a degree, you're going to see it. And you make Jimmy Butler, if he's guarding Jimmy Butler, whoever it is, you go at him every single time until he decides that he's either going to check out or step up. Can, I, can, can we talk about something really real, and I don't think you'll hear this on any other show, and Key, I, I'm curious what you've done. Yo, I'm a competitor, man. So I'll, I'll tell you what I would do. And some people will say, oh, it, it's dirty, but it's part of gamesmanship. Like, I've seen Gary Payton do this stuff all day long. We had a guy in here yesterday, Pat Bev, who does this stuff all day long. I'm going to step on people's feet. Like, yo, real talk. Like, people do this in the league. People will but not see in your, the NFL, right, Key? People will, <laughs> people will see your foot extended and would jab and step on your foot. People, like, I would drive you to your left side all day long. If, I, if I'm paying attention to your facial expressions, are you grimacing? Are you in pain? Like, I'm going to find some way. Like, people do stuff all the to time in games to get a competitive edge, especially when, if I know where you're injured. That's why you're hearing all this mix-up happening right now with league teams where they don't report what the injury actually is, and teams have gotten fine. They did with Joel Embiid because they don't want you to know what the actual injury is. So they can't go at it. Because it will be targeted. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's dirty players, though, Jay. You know, <laughs> as you as Key Wink said, this is me. on television. As Key Wink said, y'all say whatever. Michael Jordan used to do it all the time. Now, <laughs> of course, yeah. People just want to say, "Oh, the game is played no, clean, sportsman." But that's get not out dirty. Not- that's not dirty. Dirty is you do something that could maybe end a dude's career, right? This is more like, okay, you're hurt, and I'm going to take advantage of that. Yeah, but but. Yeah, I mean, you you do things to get an edge. I'm not gonna say exactly what those things would be, quite like Jay. But yeah, you you know, if you had to step on somebody's ankle and you knew it was injured, you might accidentally step on his foot, foot. not his ankle, yeah. but it's still part of the connection. Or if you got cleats on and the, you're getting tackled and the guy is laying on the ground, you might accidentally. Oh, uh, 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 well, hey, I didn't, I, I, I didn't see just, his hand. You Come might on, just accidentally do that as you're walking back to the huddle. I mean, it's just part of it. I'll give you one, CP3. You know, you know that visual that we have of CP3 sitting on the bench, rubbing his hand? You don't think that Dallas swiped down on the ball yeah, you're supposed as to. hard as possible Absolutely. every single time? Like, Absolutely. yo, I don't care if you get ball or if you don't get ball. Get hand. Well, they the say game. basketball. Hand's part of the ball. Yep. You've been hearing that since you were a little kid. Hands part of the ball. Like, you hear it? Swipe down. Swipe oh, down. That was on that hand thing. all day long, man. A defensive back, you going in, you're getting a – which coaches sometimes are – that was one great thing about the coaches that I played for. We we would list the injuries, but not like to the degree that people wanted to be listed. And we would get scouting reports on other guys. And the defensive backs, they might have a wrist here or a, 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 a finger here, whatever the case is. Bam. Target. Oh, my God. Don't oh, my stick. goodness. If you put that arm out there, I'm going to break it. So I'm going to break it. Here's my question, guys, Man, because Marcus Smart, the, the, if he can go, the main thing is, hey, he can play some defense on Jimmy Butler. And you, as you said, Jay, it frees Jason Tatum up a little bit, conserves him a little more. In addition to that, Jimmy Butler during the regular season is a top 10 to 15 type of player. Mm-hmm. In the playoffs – so far, he might be number one, but certainly a top five player in the playoffs. So my question is this. Wait, wait. I, just want, I, I want to clarify. You're saying he's playing at a number one level. No, I'm saying, Are you saying if, I knew nothing, if I knew nothing about these players at all, but what I'm seeing right, in these playoffs. At a number one level, yes. And you asked me to rank the players based on what I'm seeing in these playoffs. The blind test. Yeah. An alien comes down, doesn't know anything, has never heard, has never seen basketball, but you explain the rules of the game, and then you watch these playoffs. They would say, oh, he might be the best player in the world, or he might be second or third, based on these playoffs. And what I'm saying is this. Here, 30 points on 50% field goal, two steals per game in a 10-game span. He's on a list with Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Mm -hmm. Dwayne Wade, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, these are the greatest players of all time, right, who mm-hmm. aren't bigs. So what I'm saying is this. What since, are you saying? Since 10 out of 15 teams <laughs> per, conf- per conference make the, are still playing when this regular season's over, uh-huh. if you're top five in the playoffs, ain't you just top five? No. Right? No? No. You could be playing like the best player in the world. It doesn't mean that you are ranked as a top five greatest player in the world. But see, I see what Max is saying, and I kind of agree with Max to a degree, Jay. If you are, every year that you're in the playoffs, playing at a high clip, does that make you a top five player in the NBA? Because really what y'all care about, and I say y'all, I preference that, Jay, because of the NBA, it seems that way. It feels like all that's really cared about is the postseason. The regular Mm -hmm. season is cool, but people kind of, 
poo-poo the regular season yeah. and sit out some. You're supposed to make blah, the playoffs. Blah, blah. The playoffs. But every okay. time we look up, right? So let's go through it. Let's go through it. Because I, I think it's reasonable for me to see that Jimmy Butler is playing out of his mind. He's playing like the best player in basketball right now. But I look at it as a top five player. If you are starting a franchise right now, no. regardless of age, no. are you starting your franchise? With, so let's go through it. No. So, like, no. so that's not a top no. five player then. Wait, wait. No. But he starting can, a franchise is different. I'm talking about you're trying to chip up right yeah, but, now. But, but right now. You're trying to chip up. You're trying to, but all right, you want to chip up. Now. Uh, all right. Let's, so let's, let's, let, yes, let's use this. Your example. You want to chip up right now, Max Kellerman. I do. Giannis or Jimmy Butler? You want to chip Giannis. up right now. LeBron or Jimmy Butler? LeBron. KD or Jimmy Butler? KD. What a slow KD. A healthy Kawhi or Jimmy Butler? He ain't healthy. I'm asking you. It's it, right yeah, now. A healthy it's a, Ka- Phrase it this way. Last time you saw a healthy Ka- Kawhi. Ka- but Kawhi doesn't count Stephen right now. Stephen Curry seen it. or Jimmy Butler? <sighs> now we're in a tough spot, man. I don't know. Like Ste- Embiid or Jimmy Butler? I'm, I'm taking Jimmy Butler over Stephen Embiid in the playoffs right now. Why? Because the dude is the look. Take Luka Doncic. He's uh, totally Joel, Joel, uh, ta- take Joel, Jason Tatum. Joel, They're dominating. Joel, Jimmy Butler's wait, 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 playing wait, better than them right now. Joel Embiid with a fractured orbital face. Like you're, like we we are talking. You know who Joel? The guy was in the MVP. Fractured com- orbital face. You yes. got to catch up. Yeah, fractured orbital face. <laughs> he got his whole orbital just, face. Yes, yeah, so whatever orbit. socket. I'm just saying. You're like I, I don't know if I'm taking Joel. I don't know if I'm taking. I Jimmy. know, but I don't know that I'm taking. And even when you say KD okay, here, or someone else like I, that, I don't I, know with the way I Jimmy Butler playing in right now. Between you yeah. two girls, that's here, here. no. Here. Jesus, <laughs> here's, here's what I. Here's hey, the, this is what my what? mom used to tell my what? brothers and me when we used to fight. Jay. What? She used to say, she "Now, let me slide me yeah, my, my brothers and me used what to is fight. Happening right no, now? no. What? She would say, "Now, girls, you're both pretty." Yeah, exactly. That's the same thing. So what I would say, what is, I'm not taking him over Steph. But I may take him over Embiid. And the reason is because Embiid doesn't make everybody, and, and I may get smashed by you and Yates for this, doesn't make everybody around him better. So you're saying he's a better leader? He makes, it seems like to me, Jimmy so Butler. So what you guys are both saying is that Jimmy Butler is a top five. All right, so if he's a top five no, player. I'm just talking about against oh, Embiid. Okay, well, I'm asking you, is Jimmy Butler a top five player in the NBA to you? Well, I'm not even going to ask you that, Keith, because you didn't make the point. You made the point, Max. So if he's a top five player, give me your top five players, and I want to know where Jimmy Butler is in that top five range. Because you can't just say, I here think he's a three. top five okay. player, and then here not the have three your top that, five players. Here are the three that have to be in it, because these three are in the conversation for best player in the world. It's unclear who that is. LeBron, KD, and Giannis, right? So those three got to be in it, because any one of those three might be the best player in the world right now. So there are two more slots. And I'm wondering, I'm just thinking to myself, I'll think out loud now. Luka controls the game on offense at such a high level that people are putting him ahead of Tatum, who also plays defense, and I get that. But his defense is so bad, and Butler's defense is good. And, when, and, and here's the other thing. We're trying to hit a moving target. Jimmy Butler's performance in the playoffs keep getting better. They, they, they started at one level, and year over year, they keep getting better. I don't know if he can sustain what he's doing, but Jay, if he keeps playing like this, Key, if he see, you see the shot he hit, the shot he hit against Tatum when he went for forty-one in the win. If he keeps playing like that, he's got to be. I, I maybe he's me, four. Give me, give me Jimmy Butler in the playoffs. I'm, I'm, I'm Just still, give me Jimmy Butler in the playoffs. I, I'm, I'm cool. I'm still taking Stephen Curry. 
I'm taking Steph. I'm taking Steph. Oh, yeah, I said that. I'm, I'm taking, taking Joel Embiid. Embiid, I might I'm taking Joel Embiid. Because you I, know I, those guys can keep playing at a certain level. We don't know if Jimmy Butler can sustain this level that, of play. But he's in the middle of doing it right but now. But he's been doing it. In, he's not at been, this level. Not he's like this. Balling in the playoffs. Yeah, but not yeah. like this. Is but he's different. getting better That's and why better. Yesterday I said, I that. Yesterday I said I'm putting his name in the same sentence as related to its stat about Michael Jordan. People are like, you can't never put his name next to Michael Jordan. It's doing a disservice to Michael. I'm like, shut up. No. The dude is averaging, and he's shooting over 50% from the field. Come on, man. I, I, he had 41. Nine. The numbers are stupid for what he's doing right now. He's playing at an MJ-like level right now, stat-wise, and what he's doing to his team. I don't know if I take that, and I didn't say he's playing at this level that he is top five in the world. No, he, only you can for, play. Only you can the, have a top five. You can have a high level run. Doesn't mean you can sustain that run over hit, a long period. We're of trying time. to hit a moving target, right? Because these guys are in the middle of creating their legacies. All I'm saying is this: the trajectory of Butler's career, defensive stopper, defensive stopper yeah, who can give you that, twenty, yeah. best player on a team, excellent playoffs, better playoffs. These are his best playoffs. Yeah, if it continues like this, by the end of these playoffs, I'm going to tell you he's a top five NBA player. I'll take him in the top five NBA playoff players, but yeah, I'm not taking him the top regular five player in the season world. is just okay. But I think he's like a top five. Key, what do you, the, you the don't problem, care about the regular season? No, I don't. But then, but but it's a valid argument. I hear what you're trying in, to. In yeah. the end, Jay rattled off some names that I'm not taking him over. Period. Regular or postseason, hmm. I'm just not. I'm not taking him over Giannis in the regular or postseason. I'm not taking him over LeBron. I'm not taking him over Steph. In the postseason? Regular, post- regular, or regular or postseason. Defensively, too. Embiid, stop. Max. Embiid, I may. Max. Who's having Jay, a better postseason? I've been to the NBA Finals five times. Stop. stop. I know you're in this thing about Steph. Put, and put Steph, Butler on a team with, with we're, we're, everybody. We're talking about Steph being close yeah, to breaking. Yeah, but that team with everybody is part of Steph, though. I, I agree. I, I, I can't argue. I'm not going to let you do that. No, no, I can't argue that. I usually lay out, but I'm not. Steph and Dre created that. Let that be your hot take for today, that you're taking Jimmy Butler over Stephen Curry. Oh, I think it's very close in the playoffs. Well, here's what we would say, buddy. Right now. They both keep winning. We might just see. We what might you're find for. out. Yep. Yeah. What you looking for? Yep. We and might then find we out. can have a bet. I can no at longer partake in, in this conversation. Why? I can't. It's you're going to say Jimmy Butler is having an all-time great playoff yes. run. Yes. If this continues, I'm not, it may not continue. It's very hard well, to continue. I just want to make sure that we we are clarifying if this continues. How long do you need it to continue? See, my thing. It needs. There well, needs to be a long if runway. He continues, he's going to win it all. Yeah. Right. And yeah, that but, means he's going to be yeah, the MVP. Let me ask question. Oh, oh, if Jimmy Butler winds up finals MVP, you best believe he's a top five NBA player. If he winds up finals MVP, how many other superstars on that team? Let me ask you something, though, uh, Jay, as the basketball guy, right? Mm Mm-hmm. In in reference to Kawhi Leonard. Yep. Based on what you're seeing with Jimmy Butler right now. I still take Kawhi. I'm just asking you. Yeah, I'm taking Kawhi. You didn't even let me finish. Okay, sorry. Don't be so aggressive with I know. me because I, you're, you're coming aggressive. off Max. That's, that's why I said problem. because you're aggressive it's with him. It. Don't treat me and like people that. people take me as the Golden State Warriors hater. I'm like, oh, treat my me. goodness. I'm just asking this man you. right here. I'm, I'm trying. Look at what? I want to get my ahead, educated Key. basketball question ahead, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. To this guy. I'm done. Go ahead. He's taking Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> Similar? Yeah. Similar? I, I, I think the, the offensive – ceiling for Kawhi is different. It's different. How, how so? Though? Because taller, 
um, hands bigger, athletically does things differently at but a different I'm, level. But if I'm still getting 41 from Jimmy Butler. You're getting that right now. It doesn't matter. I hear you. What You're- we get from Kawhi in Toronto when he won his championship. Because yeah. in the Spurs, it was mainly all D, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's, what I, that's what I remember. I'm down for that conversation we're comparing Kawhi and Jimmy Butler. I, I, but when I Kawhi got hurt, he was a top five NBA player. No, I'm asking him yeah. and for, based on the playoffs only, not the regular season claw. I'm just talking about the Toronto situation when mm-hmm. they won mm-hmm. versus what we're seeing in Jimmy Butler right Very now. Very similar. But Kawhi had already been there with the Spurs. It's been a long history. Same way Jimmy had been there in the bubble. Yes. In the bubble. You know what it is? Kawhi. I feel like you're trying to hate on the Lakers when you say bubble. That has nothing to do with the Lakers. Lakers The Lakers don't even deserve to come out of my mouth right now. Nobody's focused on the Lakers but you as a Lakers fan. I love you. I'm going to get a needle and I'm going to put Botox from all the wrinkles (laughs) in your forehead. Why do have to be Botox? Because he's sitting here. <laughs> I'm going to need it. Yeah, because it moves a lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That way when you start. That's such an L.A. thing do, to say. I'm going to give you, you do Botox. That, when you do that next time, and when he come in and do all that, and his forehead doesn't move, you know I got him in the middle of the night. I love No, Jimmy it's the B- face he made. I know. Between my face and Evan Wilner's face. Here's a difference with day. Kawhi and Jimmy Butler. I think this is why you feel differently. It's not just Kawhi's longer, bigger hands, all that stuff. Kawhi shoots it better. Like, Jimmy Butler is not a great shooter, and I think people feel different about guys who shoot it well. But Butler's shooting it well now. Yes. But generally, Jimmy Butler's not a dude. He's not a great shooter. You know, and and Kawhi is an excellent shooter from three, from mid-range, everything. Like, real, real good. I I heard Stephen A. say that Jimmy Butler was a a great shooter. And I I was watching it, and J.J. Redick made the same face I made as a viewer, right? He was like, well, I – I'm the first person I've ever heard that said Jimmy Butler's a great shooter. He's a decent shooter. He's hot right now, and I'm not taking anything away from Jimmy Butler. He's you know, killing the game. I'm just not ready to say he's going to be top five in the world right now. You know, I, it's not just that Kendrick Perkins and I look a lot alike. I know people confuse us for each other all the time. It's also that we share Yo, some basketball opinions. So, okay. You want to hear it or not? ESPN NBA, NBA analyst Kendrick Perkins on NBA Today. Postseason superstar. That's what Jimmy Butler is. And why I say that is because he understands the assignment now. The worst thing that could have happened for the NBA was him going to the finals two years ago because now he knows it's a marathon and not a sprint. The one thing we realize about Jimmy Butler is I wouldn't like he doesn't care about the regular season. And when I say don't care, meaning he's not really focused on making the all-star team. He's not focused on leading the league and scoring. No, he does because that's who he is. But he's he knows that hey, I need my body to be fresh. I need to be the best at when it matters the most. And all of a sudden, he turns it on and he becomes a top five player in the NBA as soon as the postseason starts. See, that's what I'm feeling right there with Perks head. Okay, yeah, me too. Yeah, on the regular season is cool. I could take the kids to a game and watch them play. But that postseason is what's what's it? What is it about? I just need my top five player to be top five all the time, like all the time. Like, it's great that this is equating into a championship okay. run right now, so, but I, I need it all the time. So like, we're looking at all these other guys. It's not just in the postseason. It's all the time. You know what, Giannis though? is all-time transcends his team. LeBron is all-time transcends his team. Steph is all-time I know it's a different sport. I know it's a different sport. Um, El Duque, you know, Yankees pitcher. Uh-huh. What Regular season, he was all right. Closer. He was whatever. Once the postseason Closer, started, he was one that. of the best who ever did it. So you know who I want on my staff every year? El Duque. Because I want to get to the postseason, and I want to win the we championship. We haven't been saying this in years prior about Jimmy Butler, have we? 
We're just starting to say this now. Yes, well, he's okay. doing it at this okay, level I'm now. Saying, put okay. it into perspective. I hear what you're saying. You want to see it. Was, was the Warriors' defense that good, or did Luka just have a bad game? Next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.